Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today is an exploration of a spiritual practice. We have done episodes like this in the past, but it's been a minute. And now that we find ourselves in Lent, we thought it would be a good idea to include uh, several of these. Uh, So we've got one this week, and we'll have in future weeks additional spiritual practices episodes where we take time to walk you through and teach you how some of these different spiritual practices work. Today's episode focuses on something called Lectio Divina, and as you listen to it, you might be thinking, wait a second, this sounds a lot like those prayer and study episodes. You're absolutely right. So if after listening to this, you want to try your hand at Lectio Divina, feel free to look back through the feed for some of those prayer and study episodes that we've had in the past, and that is in very many ways a guided time of Lectio Divina, slightly different than what I describe here on the podcast, Um, but it still sits with it you in the same way. It's this slow, meditative reading of scripture. I'll also note that later on this week, we will be posting a new prayer and study podcast uh, just to go along with this Lectio Divina explanation. As always, thanks so much for listening to this and for all the ways that you might be telling friends and sharing this with others. We really appreciate it. If you think of it, do pass this podcast feed along to someone who you think will appreciate it and feel free to go on iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. All of that does help more people find the feed. But that's enough of the preamble. Let's get right into it. Here it is, a spiritual practices podcast explaining and exploring Lectio Divina. Hey everybody, welcome to this spiritual practices podcast. We've done a couple of these in the past, but I thought since it's the Lenten season, we gear up and give you some more training, so to speak, some more instruction on specific spiritual practices that might be of value or interest to your faith life. Uh, What I always say at the start of these spiritual practices episodes is to just remind you that I recorded one of these way back on October 21st, 2020. And in that episode, I give a lot of detail at the very beginning about why spiritual practices are important and how they can be helpful. It's just kind of generic. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, it might be a good place to start if you're just wondering yeah, what, what is this weird spiritual practice thing that you're talking about? Why does it matter? How can it be helpful for my faith? I'd encourage you to listen to the first 10 minutes or so of the October 21st episode. Uh, but over the next several weeks, we'll be doing uh, more of these, again, just as a way to benefit your walk of faith during this Lenten season. And today, the spiritual practice I want to talk about is one called Lectio Divina. Yes, Lectio Divina. As you might have guessed, those words are not English. (laughs) They are Latin, and it is Latin for holy reading. Lectio Divina, holy reading. This is a unique and a very meditative, devotional approach to reading scripture. Oftentimes, we read scripture uh, during church on Sunday, right? Every Sunday, we read at least one or two passages of scripture as a community. And that can be interesting because you hear a whole big chunk. And then usually the preacher will expound upon some of the details of one or both of those biblical texts. But Lectio Divina uh, approaches this very differently. 
Well, it approaches it in a very, it's reading the passage slowly and carefully and also really paying attention to many of your internal thoughts, emotions, and ideas. It's very different than the way we read it on Sunday morning or probably the way that you tend to read scripture. Usually, at least in my experience, um, before I was exposed to Lectio Divina, I would just kind of read the Bible like any old other book. And maybe I'd underline some passages that seemed to jump out, but I'd just sort of pick one of the books and then read it all the way through. Uh, and what I noticed about that is that oftentimes I wouldn't pay great attention to what was going on. You know how sometimes when you read a novel and, and you get two pages done and you're like, wait a second. What, what did I just read in these last two pages? I'm not even paying attention at all. I found that that happens even more often when reading the Bible because the Bible is not really written in a way that's meant to engage you and excite you, right? It, no, no one sat down to write the biblical account the way that Stephen King sits down to write a novel. And so as a result, you can fall into that trap more often where you read a whole bunch, but you don't really hear or, 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 or absorb what it is that you're reading. So anyways, with reading like that, I'd encourage you to, to also recognize the fact that reading the Bible um, should be something that, that speaks to your soul, that, that strengthens your relationship with God, that, that brings you new insight or senses of hope and love and security, and to not make it into just something you need to get done. I think that's also the problem with how we read scripture a lot of the time is we know that reading the Bible is important. And so then that's how we approach it. It's like, oh, I just need to read the Bible so I can check that off my list today. I, right? And, and then you can look back on it and say, oh my goodness, I read three chapters from the book of Genesis this morning. I read three chapters of this book. We make it, we try to quantify it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And we make it about how much we accomplish but that's not why you should read the Bible. The Bible is this living, breathing document that's brought hope to people of faith for thousands and thousands of years. And so we need to approach it more in that way of letting the Bible read us, so to speak, letting it help us make connections and, and help us better understand the character of God and God's hope and will for our life. Don't try and quantify it in terms of how much you do just try and approach it in terms of what can I learn today? What can be changed or transformed within me in spending time with the scripture? Even if you only read a few sentences, that can be so much more valuable than if you had read an entire book. See, it's all about changing our mindset for how we approach scripture. And that's where Lectio Divina is extremely helpful. Because Lectio Divina is very much focused on just meditating on a small passage of scripture. Now, I've given you enough preamble. Let me get to some of the logistics of it. There's a bunch of different ways out there that you can approach Lectio Divina. Um, it's not like, but they all revolve around the same general tenets. And so I'll kind of share with you my favorite method for it, but realize that if you Google Lectio Divina, you might find some slightly different ways uh, of approaching this holy reading of scripture. But basically what you do is you pick out a, a small portion of scripture. 
I find that the Psalms can be particularly good for this type of meditative reading, right? We have to remember too, the Bible consists of a, a variety of different genres. You have the Psalms, which are these poems, these songs of the church. Uh, you have Proverbs, which are wise sayings. You have Gospels, which give uh, orderly accounts of the life of Jesus. You also have something like Deuteronomy or, or even better Leviticus, which is just like a list of laws. <laughs> that one might not be as conducive for holy meditative reading. <laughs> you get the idea. There's a variety of different genres. Um, but so to just select a, a, a paragraph or two of scripture, you really don't want it to be that long. Um and, and I'm sure if you, again, if you Google Lectio Divina passages, you'd get a whole variety. Um, but, you know, here's where I'd be a great way to approach it as well. The, the passage that we read on, the passages that we read on Sunday morning are about the right length for a practice like Lectio Divina. Usually the first reading on Sunday morning is one or two paragraphs, just like the gospel reading. Something like that would be the perfect um, snippet of scripture for you to really meditate on and read deeply using this method. So here's how it works. You can do Lectio Divina in a group or by yourself. Either way works fine. But what you do is you read through the passage once. You can read it aloud. If you're in a group, I'd recommend reading it aloud. And then um, if you're by yourself, you can just read it silently to yourself. Or if you want to read it aloud, that also might be really helpful for helping you kind of pay attention to what's going on. But after you read through the passage once, you take a pause. And maybe take a few deep breaths just to slow yourself down. And you really pay attention to a single word or a phrase. If I was doing this in a group, I would tell everyone, I'm going to read the passage through once. As you listen, pay attention to a word or a phrase that jumps out to you. And here's the key to it. We don't judge ourselves for what word or phrase we choose. When I lead this in a group, I tell people there's no wrong answer here. You and, and not only that, I don't want anyone to explain why they chose the word or the phrase. I just want us to take note of it. So if we were in a group, we'd then just go around in a circle, right? And, and share at one at a time, what word or phrase stuck out to you? And you offer no explanation. You just speak the word and the phrase. So if you're doing it by yourself, maybe you have a journal next to you and you just write down the single word or the, the short phrase that really spoke to you in the first reading. Then after a pause, the verse is read for a second time. If you're in a group, it's usually nice to have a different voice just so you people will hear it differently. Um, if you happen to use the Bible app on your phone, maybe you could pull up the verse in a different translation. Um, or if you had multiple Bibles at home, you could pull out a second Bible and read it in a different translation. That's not required, but it can often be a nice way of approaching the passage of scripture just a little bit differently. So you read it through a second time. And on the second time through, after you complete, you again take a few deep breaths and you pay attention to the emotion that the text creates for you. How do you feel when you hear these words? I have to admit, I'm the type of person who often has a little trouble articulating my emotion. So this, this part tends to take me a minute or two to really just sit with my body and and. and and understand what it is that I'm feeling. But I do encourage you to take some time with this. How do you feel when you hear this passage? 
And once again, you offer it. Um, if you're in a group setting, you speak it to the group. If you're by yourself, you can write it down on the page. And again, there's no judgment placed on this. No one has to explain why they feel what they feel. Um, you don't have to explain to yourself. You just need to take note of whatever it is that's arising within you as a result of hearing this word of God read. After that is completed, again, and leaving some real spaciousness to the way that you read, read through the passage a third time. And on the third time through, once you get to the end, then this is the opportunity to speak about what you think these words mean for you today. In a group setting, this can take a wide variety of directions because everyone's at a different place. And for you, if you're reading it by yourself, this can be a really powerful experience of thinking that these ancient words of scripture are actually written specifically to you and about you this day. And so to really put yourself in that mindset, God is speaking to me through these words. What is God trying to say to me through these words? And this is where it can also be helpful to look back at the word that you originally paid attention to on the first reading, or to look back at the emotion that you felt after the second reading, to kind of see the ways that those two pieces are steps in the process of what God is trying to reveal to you. Sometimes it connects, sometimes it doesn't. Um, you're right, sometimes by the time you get to a third reading, you're off in a totally different direction. But altogether, to really allow yourself to think that God is speaking something new to you through these old ancient words. And um, oftentimes when I do this in a group, we spend a lot longer after the third reading, really just discussing, you know, it's finally for, for a lot of, you know, for extroverts like me, it's finally a chance where I can say more than one word. Um, and so uh, often the discussion can take off on its own then about what the passage might be about, what it might be trying to say to us and to our world. Um, but if you're on your own, it, it can also be helpful to journal a little bit about what it was that you were hearing from God. And then it can be really neat to look back at that journal um, days, weeks, years later um, to see what you were feeling on a specific date and how God used a particular passage of scripture um, to speak something new to you. And so uh, after all of that, it's then usually nice to close um, with a word of prayer. I usually just use the Lord's Prayer as a nice um, concluding moment to the time. But all in all, that might take, depending on the length of the passage, 20 minutes or so. Um, and it's a really beautiful devotional practice, a really meditative way uh, of reading the scripture and letting it read us, as I said. The scripture pulls out that word, that phrase, that emotion from you, um, as well as some real meaning and some real insight. Uh, and so I'd, I'd encourage you to give this a try. Lectio Divina. Try it with a group if, if you have a group that might be interested or to just make this um, your daily devotional practice for uh, maybe a few days at a time just to give it a try. Uh, but to discover the way that slow reading can really bring us some deep insight into what God's doing in our life and in the world around us. This has been uh, a spiritual practice podcast based on Lectio Divina. I'm Pastor Nate. Thanks so much for listening. Um, be sure to stop in in future weeks as we look at some different practices. Um, coming up, we have the St. Ignatius Examine. We'll also have an episode on Centering Prayer. And then another one on what I'm calling Kinetic Prayer, which is um, using exercise uh, in a form of prayer. 
so anyways, that's what's coming up. Just to give you a preview and a hint, but thanks for listening to this. Tell your friends. Share the podcast around. We love that other people are listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay in peace.